In September 2023, the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services released a proposed rule mandating a specific minimum staffing standard for U.S. nursing homes. Although the policy could represent the most important nursing home reform to be enacted in decades, additional efforts may be necessary both to strengthen the rule and to transform nursing home care more broadly. I'm Stephen Morrissey, Managing Editor of the New England Journal of Medicine, and I'm talking with David Grabowski, a professor in the Department of Healthcare Policy at Harvard Medical School. Dr. Grabowski has co-authored a perspective article about the proposed rule. Dr. Grabowski, what types of clinicians typically staff nursing homes and what are their responsibilities? Most of the direct care at nursing homes is done by three different staff types. The first are registered nurses or RNs. The second are licensed practical nurses or LPNs. But the bulk of the care is done by certified nurse aides or CNAs. So RNs and LPNs are typically providing clinical services, managing care, providing medications, but all of the assistance with activities of daily living. Remember, these are nursing home residents who have a high degree of need. All the bathing, dressing, toileting, assistance with walking, that's all done by these CNAs. And so they make up the bulk of the workforce. And then what current federal or state rules govern nursing home care, including this staffing? So nursing homes are heavily regulated. They have a number of rules that they have to meet. They are surveyed roughly annually by a state survey agency under the auspices of the federal government. However, to date, there hasn't been much in the way of staffing standards. So nursing homes are required to have an RN or LPN on site at all times. But there's no exact standards about the number of RNs, LPNs, or CNAs that have to be working at a given time. The only rule in place right now, and it's quite loose, is that nursing homes have to staff at a level that's safe and promotes high-quality care. But that's left nursing homes with a lot of discretion as to the numbers and types of staff that are there at a given time. So is there actually evidence that these regulations aren't sufficient? Why do we need the new rule? A number of nursing homes staff at a really low level currently. So there's a lot of great research suggesting that staffing in a number of U.S. nursing homes is really unsafe. And although there are good nursing homes and some that staff at a safe and high quality level, There are a number of facilities that staff at a low level and lots of good research suggesting that staffing is the most important predictor of good quality nursing home care. And the more staff that are on site and more of all types, RNs, LPNs, and CNAs, the better quality care that nursing home residents receive. And then what exactly is CMS proposing under the new rule? So the rules are very interesting. Remember that I said there are three main types of staff, the RNs, LPNs, and CNAs that that currently staff nursing homes. But the, the new regulations only target two of those staffing types. So they require basically about a half hour of RN time per resident day and about two and a half hours of CNA time per resident day. So ultimately, three hours of staff time per resident day, but the rules said nothing about licensed practical nurses or LPNs. So we have new requirements around, or at least proposed new requirements around RN time and CNA time, but nothing about LPN time. 
You say in your perspective article that the proposed rule hasn't been met favorably by either nursing homes or by advocates. So what are the primary concerns on each side? So let's start with the nursing home industry. I outlined just now the new rules. No new money has been paired with these new rules. So I think nursing homes are very worried about how they're going to pay for these staff. On the flip side, when you talk to advocates, they still think these levels are quite low and that CMS didn't go far enough in mandating a level of staffing that would really encourage high quality care. So both sides are, I think, upset about the new rules. In order to, I think, manage some of the concerns on the industry side, I'll note that CMS did delay implementation of a lot of the rules. So the staffing rules really don't come into effect for three to five years. And then they've also allowed some exemptions. So if nursing homes are in a market where they can't find staff at the prevailing wage rate, they were given an exemption and don't have to meet the CMS standards. So they did try to manage some of the industry concerns. On the advocate side, they have talked about trying to increase the number of staff. And so as part of the proposed rule, they're taking input on whether they should mandate an even higher standard of 3.48 hours per resident day of staff time. So we'll see how the final rule kind of plays out. But there have been efforts to try to manage the concerns on both sides. And in your view, how could the rule be revised both to strengthen it and to minimize potential unintended consequences? Sure. So I am in favor of that higher standard. I do think the the existing standard is a bit low. So I would go with a higher standard of three and a half hours per resident day. I'm also really concerned. I'm glad you identified unintended consequences. Right now, when you exclude the LPNs from the rule, there's this real risk that nursing homes will just stop using LPNs. And I think that would be a, a tremendous mistake. LPNs are an important part of the production of high quality nursing home care right now. And the idea that that job might leave nursing homes is a bit scary to a lot of us. I fear nursing homes will staff the half hour per resident day with RNs and then fill the remaining staff slots with CNAs and not use LPNs. I also don't believe we need this long implementation period for all parts of the rule. Some nursing homes and in some states, they're pretty close. I think we need high quality staff nursing homes today, not three to five years from now. So I'm not certain we need this long ramp up period. And the final comment I'd make is I want to go back to these exemptions I mentioned. That's a signal to me that we have more than a staffing problem. If we have to exclude a lot of nursing homes from this rule, we have a payment problem and we don't just have a staffing problem. We have a broader policy failure here. We need to figure out why nursing homes can't hire staff at the prevailing wage rate. It seems like low staffing is the symptom rather than the cause of a lot of nursing home problems. So I would love to see much more comprehensive reform in this sector. And I think that, as you said at the outset, the staffing reform is the biggest change in decades, but I hope it's the start of a lot of changes, not a one-off. Finally, and following on from what you just said, what kind of system-level transformation do you think is necessary, and how feasible do you think additional policymaking in this area is going to be? Sure. So to the first part of that question, I was part of a National Academies Commission, and we actually did a Nijin perspective on some of our recommendations. So I would refer kind of listeners to that earlier perspective. But just to summarize, we argued we need to change how we finance and pay for nursing home care services in this country. 
We currently have this fragmented system where Medicare pays for short-stay care, Medicaid pays for long-stay care for nursing home residents. Medicare is a very generous payer, Medicaid's not. And so it created a lot of unintended consequences and it's underfunded care. We also have an issue of accountability in terms of how a lot of nursing homes in the U.S. are spending public dollars. And so I really believe in that more comprehensive set of reforms. We need to change how we finance and pay for services, but also how we regulate facilities and how we hold them accountable for how they're using public dollars. And then ultimately, we want a system that's much more person-centered, that really values the workers, pays them well. I think this is the first step in a broader transformation, but there's a lot of work left to be done. To the second part of your question, how likely is it? I think it's a great sign coming out of the pandemic that policymakers want to target nursing homes, but it's been challenging to get to here. And, and you asked earlier about all the criticisms that different stakeholders have had about this policy. I worry that it's going to be hard to move towards those broader transformations. I, th I think we'll get there, but it's going to be slow. And this is the start, but these major reforms, I don't think they're happening in the short term. But I do think what, what we saw during the pandemic suggests we do need change. And I think it'll come in this sector. It's just going to take a little bit longer. Thank you, Dr. Grabowski.